This is GWC Podcast number 353, recorded December 16th, 2012. In this episode, we recast our favorite Christmas movies, remake our favorite Christmas songs, and rethink our favorite Christmas traditions. But first, your hosts, three unrepentant sci-fi geeks. I'm Chuck Cage. And one day you end up a big evil, you know, crap ass. And with me, Audra Hester. If I had a nickel for every time I got boned at the eye of Jupiter. And Sean O'Hara. <laughs> I shall fart. <laughs> Our mission, enjoy new science fiction, fantasy, and other cool stuff every week and share the experience with you. Oh yeah, and have some fun in the process. GWC is brought to you largely by the generosity of listeners like you. It's your donations that keep us going. For more information on how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash support. And the fine folks at audible.com. Visit www.audiblepodcast.com slash watercooler for your free audiobook. Of course, we'd love to hear your opinions, too. So if you have something to say or, hey, you could introduce us to something new, don't just holler at your MP3 player. Give us a call at 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229, extension 701. And leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future show. Better yet, you can join the GWC community, a group widely recognized as the friendliest people in sci-fi, and watching, reading, and enjoying all kinds of cool stuff 24-7 over on galacticwatercooler.com, our website, blog, and forum. GWC is a spoiler-free podcast, and we define spoilers as definitive information regarding material not yet released in the United States or its country of origin. In short, if it's out, it's fair game. Welcome back, everybody. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> I mean, ho, ho, ho. Indeed. Thank you for... Well, did, did we, we stunned you into silence. Well, no, I was just thinking, I wanted to say thank you for the week off, because during the week off, we... Yeah, uh, we did the GWC yeah, relay. that's right. We GWC did the, the relay for the Dallas Marathon, and... Uh, this would be you two, not... <laughs> Not me. Yeah, Audra and uh, and me and uh, Mitch from the FitSmart podcast and awesome engineering girl. Yes, yes, uh, one of our long time listeners all uh, broke up the marathon into small pieces and each ran a piece. It was really fun, really well organized, had a great time, and we got medals. That's right. There it is up on the wall. You can see it. Oh, I didn't that. expect to get a medal. I thought that was really cool. There was this woman I was talking to at the relay point because. Uh, Awesome engineering girl did the first, she was at the starting line right. for our team and then she did the first leg and then I picked up from her. So when I was at the the pickup point, um, I was waiting around and stuff and there was this woman there and we started chatting and uh, it was really funny. She was like, I heard you get a medal at this race. I only do races where you get medals. Wow. I won't do a race if they don't give you a medal. In this one, they give you two medals if you do that. <laughs> you know, and she was like obsessed with Holy medals. Holy crap. I know. I was like. Um, I figured cool. you get like a little one, you know, know because like, like a medal, yeah, a medal lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> the marathon people, they get the real it's one. You know, like those yeah. people deserve a, a medal. You know, we got, but no, ours was a different color. You know, now, is it, it actually cool. metal or is it? Plastic? It's metal. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. It's a metal metal, right? You can touch it if you like <laughs> later. Just don't metal with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we have some news. And galactic water cooler. Items of news. Two please. items of news. Two, Two units. units of news. I make I make that joke all the time. One unit of whatever, and nobody. I, think I have a unit of news. Also, people kind of laugh, but I don't think anybody gets it as the Eve joke. No, you know, no. I well, and seriously, who like when you rescue tad obscure? You rescue the damsel, and it's one unit of damsel. One unit of damsel. Yeah, <laughs> you're like really <laughs> already. <laughs> Wait better than just one unit of distress yeah <laughs> one well, unit of disdain it, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh well the the first piece of what that i thought was pretty cool was uh garrett headland oh yes who also plays sam. sam sam in tron legacy will uh has signed on to do tron 3 yes and uh that's uh, supposed to begin shooting and now this is disney but so this is supposed to begin shooting in 2014 
Uh, they've picked up a uh, another writer, and Disney's very stoked, stoked about it. So for those of you who thought Tron was dead, no. No. And, you know, I think no. that was that was pretty clear. Like, I know everybody loved to, like, crap on it right afterward, but the truth is... I didn't is, understand that. Even Futurama crapped on it. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, they were probably angling ahead a little bit, you know? A little bit. But I think... I think the the thing people forget is that it was an incredibly profitable movie, and that was the bottom line. You know, if they yeah. made a lot off it, they were going to make more. Yeah, and and they did. So it was pretty clear they were gonna they were gonna continue. There was a little question because they did that animated series, and they wondered if that would do well. It did. So uh, I remember seeing tweets this last week uh, from various people involved saying, "Yeah, it, it's definitely a go." You know, we're all we're all getting contacted you know so. and that's that's awesome because oh yeah really tron legacy was such a leap forward in in the tron world and had great story had great characters and they're doing cool things with it i really i really don't see the downside so the, many awesome places yeah. it could go to and yeah. if they film in 2014 i think by 2015 i will be just about ready for a new daft punk soundtrack <laughs> daft punk will also be ready for a new daft punk because yeah. yes. that went well good i mean uh, yeah, awesome. i've been listening to the uh the derezzed version of it oh yeah endlessly it's just, yeah, it's just so yeah. good yeah Me too. i mean and they were fans anyway and you can tell that when somebody that talented or when a group of people that talented decide that they have a passion for something and then somebody gives them the keys to the car <sighs> on that they did such a great job i mean honestly it is some of their best work I got to ask a question, and this goes especially to any GWC listeners that are uh, in Europe. I am just very curious. I know Daft Punk are French, and uh, and as everyone knows, I'm a huge fan of Swedish music, especially, uh, what do they call it, uh, electronic EDM, Inch. right? Is that what they call it? Okay, so, Inch. but I've, I've noticed that all of this music that I love, it tends to be in English, and it's not that I love it because it's in English, I there's a lot of stuff I love that's in other languages too, but I wonder why do so many, you know, artists from France and Sweden and Germany and other places, why do they sing in English? Um, I know, I mean, maybe there's an obvious answer like, well, more people speak it or something, but I don't know necessarily. I'm curious for our European listeners, if you can give me more information about that, you know, is there something about English speaking music that reaches out? Do they perceive it as reaching out to a wider audience or, is it the language of the music industry more so? Or do people kind of turn their noses up at other languages? I, I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Good question. No idea. Me either. Yeah. That's why, that's I, need, why, that's why I need help from the Euro hive mind. I mind engage. I am pretty certain that one of your other items was the trailer you showed me. Yeah. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Uh, it is It is one of those coming soon <laughs> things, which means it is not coming Pacific soon. Pacific Rim job. Yeah, uh, and it is giant monsters versus giant robots. You know, I, I, I had a couple of thoughts about this when I'm I was in. watching it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's number one. Yeah, <laughs> is, Yes, I told Sean, I handed him the tablet back when he showed me the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see that. Even if it's bad, I'm going to go are see that. Are they monsters the- from this planet, or are they alien monsters? No, alien monsters. Yeah, Ooh. they. I, I thought about that, and I'm like, you know, it's kind of in right now to take the classic scenario that's like completely i don't know stereotypical right like the i don't know what's the right word it's the standard right cliche thank you and and then come uh, you know come at it from an angle that makes it just viable enough that you can do a modern version of it yeah i mean the transformers the early transformers movies especially right being the great example of that the first one everybody's like you can't do that that's stupid you know and you're like yeah yeah you can battleship and not so much you know fun but Mm. yeah this though i get it like when they in the trailer they say and these aren't spoilers because they're in the trailer they say you know we thought alien life would come from another planet it came from the depths of the ocean when an interdimensional rift opened up in the floor of the pacific rim and you're like okay i buy that all right so So it did come from another planet just just through our through the ocean yeah or did it come from earth in a different dimension but you see, either I don't way, know. Yeah. but the point is, is you see, you can see where this is going and essentially, and they're like, we responded and it's like these big robot suits and you're like, okay, so we have just a thin enough reason here that we can have big giant robots <laughs> and big fighting giant monsters, ocean monsters, yeah. this is like Godzilla 
in modern times. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, yeah. These That's giant so funny. Gundam oh, yeah. looking things, you know, oh, that have yeah. the big, uh, you know, the big power stuff. Like one of them has a, a jet punch. So it literally has jets on the back of it that it engages so it can punch it through the elbow that it can <laughs> engage to punch robots awesome. or punch monsters. It's wow. freaking sweet. You know, I'll, I haven't seen the trailer. I'll have to. And, uh, you know, we got to mention the Gladys voice. Yes. Everybody like immediately like it's in there. Yeah. 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 No, I don't. I mean, it could be that it's the same kind of synthesis technique or something. I don't know if they'd actually credit it. God, it would be cool if they made one like Gladys one joke about like it, yeah. it put them down a little bit and then they credited it like that. <laughs> that would be super props. They all sing still alive at the end. <laughs> you know, I just I got to tell you, this is somewhat related, but it reminded me of the giant robots and, you know, human war apocalypse against aliens and all that. <laughs> Um, a student of mine was complaining the other day. She's like, I tried to turn in my work, but my computer's all jacked up. We got this new company doing our, our internet at home called Skynet. And they they just, they just keep screwing us over and the guy keeps coming out. And every time he comes out, more things break, you know? And I'm like, Skynet. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, have you heard of it? And I'm like, well, yes. Skynet's responsible for the destruction of humanity. Did she's she like, get it? She's like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, never do any business with anyone called Skynet. <laughs> Especially. She's like, she's like, why? And I'm like, dude, Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Don't we have that written into like the government contracting yeah, codes now that says you no do not con- Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's called Skynet. It's bad. You cannot contract with them. I'm sorry. It's just bad. It's like, really? You, you just asked for it. This company called Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes got like saucers. You know? is the, the technician's name is Hunter. <laughs> Hunter K. I don't understand. Holy crap. <laughs> you about maybe spit coffee. <laughs> That's some awesome stuff. Audrey, you that said is, you had a unit oh, of yeah, news? No, well, it's not really like news news. I just wanted to point out there was this awesome thing that Chuck... Uh, showed me on Facebook the other day and people have been uh, sharing it on their pages. It's that, uh, I think it was from BuzzFeed, but it's that 26 things that restored our faith in humanity this year. You just got to check that out. Just Google that. 26 things that restored our faith in humanity. Yeah, it was a BuzzFeed piece. Yeah, it was so cool. Just all these like moments that were in the news or in social media news or whatever uh, over the past year of people doing really, really awesome things for other people. Cool to remember that that despite you know, you, you you tend to see the negative things, but good things happen too. You know, yeah, yeah. So it's awesome. I love. I think know? my favorite was like the two guys like working together to rescue the cat. Yeah, out of the storm drain. Yeah, there's like a cat stuck in a storm uh, on a storm drain. You know, gonna float away and. And these one guy is hanging on to another guy, and he's like leaning down and reaching down to get the cat. You know, oh, like there were these parents, and they had a little boy who's diabetic, and he has one of those insulin packs mm-hmm. that he wears. Insulin pump. Uh, insulin pumps. Yeah, yeah, on his stomach. And uh, they didn't. His parents didn't want him to feel different, so they each got tattoos on their stomach of like a picture of an insulin pump and everything with his name on it and it it showed the picture and you couldn't see the parents faces but it just showed their bellies and then this little boy's face just beaming with a smile he's probably maybe five he's like yay (laughs) the other other, uh awesome parent one was like the bag of candy with the note oh yeah there was there was this little bag of candy with a note that was typed on it and it said um you know, what was it? It was like, uh, in the voice, like, hello, you know, we are two twin baby boys. We're 14 months old and this is our first flight and we'll try to be good. But, you know, in case, uh, in case we get grumpy or our ears hurt, you know, we've included, uh, you know, this is a little bag of candy for you. And, um, our parents have earplugs and, you know, we're this sitting us in these aisles. If you would yeah, like, we're, some. we're sitting in like these seat, you know, twenty E and twenty F, and you know, we're all back there. If you'd like to come say hello and get a pair of they them out on the airplane. little bags of candy with the note attached and everything. You're like, like, we apologize in advance if if our ears hurt. Come and we on, make noise, wow. you know? yeah, parenting, you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> forward thinking. <laughs> it's well, like you can't get mad at that. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> yeah, you can't really be upset, even if you are. You're like candy, yay. Uh, Isn't it funny? That's all you really want in most cases. It's like you don't expect the world to work right. You just want to know that people care. Yeah, they're on top of it and they're trying to do whatever they can. Because if they're trying and they just can't, you get it. Yeah, instead of just ignoring the kid or or just be like, whoa, he's a kid. You know, it's 
Well, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> but. Like, I was uh, I was in some store recently and um, poking around looking at Christmas candy and stuff like that. And there was this family and mom with uh, little babies and there was like an, a kid who was maybe four or five who was running around. And then there was a little baby girl who was like just barely, you could tell she had just learned how to walk. And, uh, kind of tottering around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like the older sibling, like the four or five year old was like, I want this, I want this, I want this, like throwing crap all over the store and they just ignored him. And then the little baby girl was like really sweet. You know, she wasn't like demanding. She wasn't whining. She was just like curious. And then the mother like bends down. She's like, don't you want this, honey? Don't you want it? (laughs) And I was like, wow, (laughs) making your own bed early, are we? (laughs) (laughs) I felt like a dick, but I just got out of there. Well, you you talk about Candy, Shooter, uh, and the the crew over there in Shooterland has sent me uh, my Christmas package, which was a replacement for the dragon hat that uh, Bolo ate. No! And, uh, <laughs> Quality. Yeah, and uh, I, I texted Shooter a while back. I'm like, hey, um, you happen to... Because I really like those hats. You know, they got a dragon on them and stuff, and nobody knows what they are here and everything. And uh, he's like, well, yeah, I'll get you another hat. Man. And he sent three bags along with the hat, three bags of... Reese's Pieces. One with a note says, Sean, here's your bag. And two other notes, these are for Squeak and Shannon. I think that's fair. You know, and, and so the whole time, and Shannon happened to open the box, so I couldn't just steal all three bags of candy. <laughs> and, discard uh, the note. Discard the note. <laughs> steal all three <laughs> bags. She's like, well, these two are for Squeak and I. And this is for you. And my bag was gone in, you know, like a day. Oh, Reese's Pieces are awesome. Oh, they're addictive. And uh, so Squeak and Shannon still have their two bags, and and Shannon put them oh. in a big bowl and stuff because they don't really go bad. So every every day Squeak would come by and be eating all kinds of candy. And go here, Daddy, you could have some candy too. You could share with Kayla. Like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> you could share with da- with Kayla. It's Aww. okay, Daddy. There's lots. Oh. You're like, no, oh, I can't, honey, because once no. I start, I can't stop. <laughs> there will be, be none left for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like Zoiberg and sardines. <laughs> you know, oh, just eat them all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Shooter Crew. So for this episode, so close to Christmas, we thought we would do uh, a a little bit, uh, something a little bit different. And that is, if you were going to remake a Christmas movie, or maybe not even a Christmas movie, but remake something so that it it is now a Christmas movie. A Christmas tradition, a Christmas movie, a Christmas song. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, that that kind of stuff. What would you do and how would you do it? And uh, I uh, recently saw the the uh i guess the the big bang theory thing where they did the the D D. yeah the christmas, christmas themed oh that was awesome yeah yeah that was it, like the last episode i think yeah yeah and uh which was freaking great so it got me to think you know what would you been so strong oh yeah i mean it had kind of ups and downs it for always a while, but stumbles it's just in been... the first t- couple of episodes and then immediately writes and takes off again i loved when when amy was sick yeah. Oh man. <laughs> "Quote unquote sick." <laughs> you saying you, you want to spank, spank me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should spank me harder. Maybe I will. <laughs> that was oh awesome. my! <laughs> that was like, hilarious. That was, that was so hilarious. Great. And Amy wearing an outfit from, I guess, Forever sixty three. <laughs> oh crap. I mean, it was just so great. Raj is, you know, like, now that I can't have her, I kind of want her. I'm kind of into her. I'm kind of into her now. You know, God, he is such a dick. Poor, confused Raj. Oh, he's so such great. A dick. Well, I still love the the big, the, if you saw the full Big Bang Theory flash mob, not the, the first one they put out, but the other one, Raj has got moves, dude. <laughs> When they were doing the the whole uh, uh, gold digger scene in the middle, like first, oh, they I haven't did, seen the extended. Yeah, they, the extended one. They they show you the whole thing. Like I always wondered how uh, uh, Penny, uh, I I don't remember her real name, but Kaylee, Quilkin. yeah, Kaylee. Uh, I should know that. Uh, 
wound up on the floor in the middle of the thing. Well, they show you when they go through all the stuff and like uh, Bernadette, Rod, all of them were out there doing all of them can dance. I mean, well, and uh, it's it's super great. But I just uh, Raj got some moves. <laughs> he, he does OK. You know, he's real quiet and soft spoken most of the time. But anyway, Christmas remake stuff. Yeah, for some reason. Would you remake that Big Bang Theory? Or? I don't know. I don't think I'd remake Big Bang Theory, but I I really liked the idea of taking something that shouldn't be Christmassy, like Dungeons and Dragons, and making it Christmassy. Yeah, oh, yeah. what you gonna what you gonna transform? I I think Terminator because uh, we because we were talking about it earlier, and I'm like, you know what, Christmas cyborgs works for me. <laughs> Uh, that's that's really you know sort of a combination of of a little bit of Big Bang Theory and a little bit of Futurama where you know Santa Claus is a robot, an evil robot, and everything like that. But I think it would be really cool if if Arnold came back to save Christmas. Who could remotely would, stand up so to Linda two. Hamilton's role? That's the question. Yeah, Transformer Two essentially is the one you want to remake because you want to have like an evil Grinch cyborg and then. Arnold as a good cyborg yes. helping the people to save, save Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. T2 remake. Yeah. See, T2 I think uh, uh, Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon, would make an awesome evil returning cyborg. Oh, yeah. Like a, oh, yes. Like a, yeah. He'd be like a pale, kind of, you know, sweaty, like soft spoken, creepy, evil cyborg. <laughs> creepy Grinch. Yeah. I'm picturing him running real fast, you know? He looks like, like the, the Grinch anyway. Well, he, he does smiled. that flash thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, I could I could totally see that. that he converts totally to like me. liquid metal. <laughs> That'd be great. Nitrogen, wasn't it? That's what they well what they used. It was actually was it helium or was it? Uh, I no, because remember it was, it was that truck. Was, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was nitrogen. So, but who would be the Linda Hamilton? There's like there's never been anyone since her that yeah, is just no that kidding. awesome. I'm, I'm, that's a hard just one. Just get Linda Hamilton back. Linda Hamilton is Linda Hamilton. Is there anyone, though, who even would come close? Maybe Sigourney Weaver, but that doesn't... I mean, well, usually when you remake, you, you pick someone who was like the age that they were. Yeah, you know? uh, Gina Carano could do the physical part of it, but she doesn't have the sci-fi cred. Um, mm. Boy, that's... Yeah. It can't be Michelle Rodriguez, because yeah. she's like... In everything, she no. dies in everything, and she yeah. can't die. They always kill. Uh, she dies in Fast and Furious. She dies in in Avatar. Uh, yeah, that that probably wouldn't be as good. Yeah, we need. It needs to be like fit, aggressive, muscular, and badass. Check. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you don't get a whole lot of those. Well, I don't think Linda Hamilton had a lot of sci-fi cred before she did Terminator either. So it yeah, doesn't but she did necessarily... Terminator really young. Well, that's what I'm you know, saying. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That it, that's tough. Man, I'm stuck. Yeah, we might <laughs> Emma have Stone. To... <laughs> Not so much. I don't, I don't think Emma Stone could. Oh, what up. about um, uh, Kat Dennings? I mean, she's not tough in the same way, but she'd be kind of cool. She'd be kind of cool. I would more go with like Zoe Saldana after seeing Col- Columbiana. Where that's she not was... bad. Yeah, that's that's a good yeah. choice. That's not bad. That might she, work. She could she could do that. She could be a hard ass and, and like yeah. beat people down and be cool and stuff. Has a cred. Yeah, has a cred. And is in that that still kind of young. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like she's in her twenties. Yeah, she could totally do that. You know, I don't That's know if about you guys as close have, as I can think of. I don't know if you guys have even seen Columbiana. It's worth no. seeing. She is cool in that. It is really cool. Uh but uh yeah, I, I might go with that. Might do that. But that would be that would be my my trip. Who would play Arnold's body? The Rock. Nice, just total replacement. (laughs) Just total replacement. We watched Get Smart the other day because we finally never seen it. Finally got around to it. The Rock is a sexy man, Uh, and it's it's not just like that he's big, but he's like really good looking. He's just yeah, yeah. Shannon, like uh, that guy. uh, Shannon and and my sister in law were were watching something the other day i think it was like a scorpion king or something and there <laughs> he's in a loincloth oh yeah oiled up yeah. and in a loincloth <laughs> and everything you know and uh they're watching that and and we're trying to talk to him and stuff and and they're like Shh, it's the rock <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> megan's uh, uh it's my sister she's like 
I want to feel his neck. <laughs> like he's got cores. They're like banded steel in there. I don't even understand how you get those. Just like in, in Get Smart when you see him wearing that like crisp white office suit, you know, yeah. and he's got like that fresh haircut and he gives you that flashes that big white smile. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like wow. <"Hee-hee."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shannon's, uh, yeah. She's like, yeah, that. That's really working for me. I think this is gonna. This is good. Do we have any other? She, she calls uh, Buona. She's like, do we have any other rock movies we can watch? Yeah, there are a couple. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a few. You know, so we wind up watching uh, uh, Fast and Furious, the, the last <laughs> Fast and Furious and stuff. And like, I still need Ooh. to see that. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I know, I know. I it's good. They turn it into a heist movie. It's good. I know, I know. Like I need. To, I remember. Yeah, I need to see. Yeah, it. you need to see that one. It's on my list. It's on my list. But uh, but that and pulling. A bank vault with a pair of Mustangs. I, come on, yeah, yeah. that's that's Worthy. cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. But uh, yeah, that's I, a good call, right there. I think Terminator's body is the Rock. I can't think of anybody else you could you could do that would just be this massive bulk of machine. All right. Well, I was thinking uh, a Christmas story, which is oh, classic, nice. and I'm, I'm not going to suggest that it could ever be as as. Oh no, good but and classic, I, it's but, totally apt for a remake though but if you yeah if you're gonna remake that i know see i don't know very many kid actors i'm not really like up on who's the latest you know to play ralphie but um <laughs> andy zach braff <laughs> is andy samberg could play ralphie you <laughs> <laughs> almost made me spit coffee again <laughs> zach braff <laughs> wait wait uh, it's been we so long it? we do hang on he's uh, like wait we got it still searching He's, he's still looking. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> it was furious button pushing. Zach Brown. There it it's is. Been a while. Oh, it's been a while. That was a new speed record for you. <laughs> I haven't had need for Producer it. Producer on the ball. A war goes to. Can you teach Remember me, who that is? Can you teach me how to do the bird? <laughs> <laughs> One minute, 36 seconds. <laughs> yes, I know the finger goose. Uh, we get uh, uh, Colin Ferguson to play um, Scott Farkas. <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart plays Bumpus. You know, <laughs> crap. Wait, who's, who's Bumpus? Yeah, they're the neighbors who have all the dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bumpus! <laughs> you know, just jo- get John Stewart standing outside, you know, outside on the porch on the Bumpus or Bumpus, just drinking Drink, coffee, watching. So, you know. We'll have the woman, uh, the mom from the Transformers movies play the mom in that. Oh, that'd be oh, yes. perfect. Oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> just on. Uh, you can't even when. get better than that. You heard my dog. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> 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 the government wouldn't do that. You know, they'd have to say, t- hey. It's my GT. I can eat whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad, uh, like Vince Vaughn could be the dad. <laughs> I could see that. I like that, though. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. <laughs> nicely done ma'am speaking of the connection the uh, uh the big bang theory connection we uh the you know i had forgotten that uh, johnny golecki plays the uh, kid rusty in, yeah in plays national rusty lampoons in, yeah. yeah christmas vacation yeah I that's, forgot see, that that's my favorite christmas movie national agreed lampoons. i think that's ripe as well for a remake not that it's yeah, not good on yeah. its own no, it's, it's awesome. one of those things that merry christmas crappers full <laughs> Totally would pull forward. You know, I've watched that movie maybe like 20 times, and we were just watching it the other night, and I actually picked up on stuff that I didn't catch before. before. Like when they first pull up in the RV and they decide that they're going to stay in, in, um, what's what's, uh, Clark's wife's name? You know, Beverly D'Angelo's. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, she's like, "Uh, we have plenty of room, you know, and she kind of looks skeptical. And then in that moment, like right before the camera cuts away, um, uh, Eddie says to his wife, uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we can have some time alone. Like if, if the kids could stay in the house with you, we have some time alone in, in the RV. And he's like, don't forget the rubber sheets and the gerbils. And I remember the line about the rubber sheets, but I think I never picked up on the gerbils before. And I was like, holy Ooh. crap. <laughs> there are some, th- and the other thing, like, I hate this scene. And I've, I think I mentioned this on here before. It's kind of a junk rapport. But when they're shopping in Walmart, when Clark and Eddie are, are shopping for stuff, and Clark's trying to raise the topic of how they don't have any presents for their kids. And Eddie's putting, like, those 50-pound bags of dried dog food in the basket, one after the other. 
Um, Eddie looks like he's wearing this enormous tube sock in his pants, but it's not a tube sock, and it's it's hideous. <laughs> it's not a tube. And sock once you and see it, you can't not see. You know it. what's funny too is triumphant veiny bastard. Oh, gross! And he's wearing these like red skin tight. You just pants. know, you just know that that was one of the things that they're like. Oh, this would be hilarious. Oh, this has got to be great. Yeah. <laughs> he probably was wearing a tube sock. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're like. It's horrible. It's like the end of Boogie Nights. We just won't mention it. You know, <laughs> you know what? You know what this <laughs> yeah, movie needs? Don't. More swinging cod. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why movies like that are so funny, though, because they have like layers. Yes. And you know what? The other thing is I used to think I always sort of imagined that Clark was like I thought, no, that's not cool that he's so into this woman from the store, like the lingerie woman. But this time I was watching it, I'm like, you know, it's funny because she, when she shows up in his fantasy, she's disrupting the fantasy that really is the most important one to him, which is making his family happy. He fantasizes about making his family happy. Yeah. And it's like as much as he might be distracted by this woman or whatever, I wasn't annoyed by it this time. I didn't think... Uh, what a jerky kind of thing to do. I, I thought he's just a guy, you know, who loves his family and he's going to be distracted by things like that. Anyway. I don't know. You could do like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you could do the miracle on 34th street, except do it oceans 11 style where instead of like, it's a miracle and stuff like that, they just rob the city of New York. You know, Chris Kringle and his crew <laughs> just, just completely rip off the entire city and leave everybody in like a helicopter. Like do, 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 do. You and know, at the, the end, courtroom scene at the end, yeah. you know, <laughs> You get the flashbacks of what they're really like, happened. We, we can prove what you did. And they're like, you can't prove, you know, all yeah. we have is faith. And then he shows the dollar bill and God, we trust. Exactly. And they find out. You have at to the have end, faith that we didn't rob the city. That they actually like gave it to other, gave it to give yeah, it away, you know, you know? Gave, it, gave it away and everything and just wind up screwing all the Grinches and, and rob the city of New York and everybody's all cool. Did you see the remake of that movie that came out like in the mid nineties with, um, Dylan McDermott and uh, I know I know. Did you see that <laughs> SNL skit? Live, yeah. No, they did an SNL. It was a game show skit. Um, it was it was called Dylan McDermott or crap, uh, Dermot Mulroney, and you had to you had to like look at pictures of them and tell which one it was. I would be the worst person on the <laughs> face. That was yeah. That was the joke. You know. <laughs> You now know it. That was the joke. Yeah, uh, that would be. That would not be good. Uh, I would. I would but fail. The remake had that little girl from Matilda, <laughs> and then wow. uh, and then Dylan McDermott, who was really handsome. But the the mother in that just was so obnoxious. She's like, you know, she's got that bad attitude and stuff, and he's supposed to be courting her. You know the movie, right? Well, is she. She had a bad attitude and was crappy in the first one too. Yeah, but she seems worse in the second one. It's probably just because you're more used to it, and they use worse language. Well, like, yeah, language. That like is... in the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, everyone talked very properly, and it was all complete sentences with no contractions, and they just kept going this. And and you mustn't do that. That's I'm a contraction. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn I'm it! Just kidding. English major. <laughs> yeah. No, it isn't. No, it is not. You don't have to use that stupid accent with me. I'm not a tourist. <laughs> that it be. That it be. Yes, it is. Not that it be. <laughs> Too many people using twas and, you know, yeah. And, uh, it, I don't know. It was, it, I was watching uh, the Blackadder Christmas special because it's, yes! it's on Netflix Instant Watch now. So, oh, oh, my nice. God. That's awesome. So, uh, it's, it's like, who's that, Daddy? I'm like, that's Blackadder. He's not very nice. No. Like, no, no, he's not, baby. <laughs> we should watch Cinderella. Cinderella's nice. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe wait a little bit. <laughs> well, we uh, we do the, the Cinderella 2, which is the, the story of like the rest of like the mice and and Cinderella's sister who, who like breaks away from her wicked stepmother and falls in love with a baker. So it's sort of the Rosencrantz and Gilderstern of... Uh, yeah. Of Cinderella. Kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. With a happy ending. Yeah. I like the mice. Oh, yeah. And the birds. Oh, yeah. Well, so the fairy godmother's telling the story, and, and all the mice are, are wrapping presents and stuff, and they're telling the mice are telling the stories of what happens in the last couple of years with everybody involved in the Cinderella universe. Like, that's awesome. Cinderella is a pretty crappy Cinderella princess too, until like she figures out, yeah, she doesn't want to do things the royal way and invites all her friends to the palace party. And 
and you know it's all has a scrubathon where they all get down with no 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 they 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 all they all like eat all the royal food she crowdsources her tasks yeah the royal the royal band is is uh instead of playing like haughty haughty derision you know yeah it's it's all like yeah (laughs) what's up with that What's up with that? <laughs> Glenn's in the corner with his, you know, platform boots. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bones Malone. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the one we had to watch after that because, and we got we introduced her to uh, the Frosty the Snowman and the claymation version of uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed oh, Reindeer. Oh, sweet! Uh, which she she was a big Rudolph fan after that. She was terrified the Bumble was going to come to our house. He's kind of uh, scary. Yeah, he was very scary. I'm like, look at you. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, wow, this is violent. I'm like, yeah, Hermie ripped his teeth out. It's all fun. The bumble carriage. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to be a dentist. Why did you? That's, you know, Squeak was looking at that. She, that doesn't seem very nice. <laughs> okay, so I have a casting idea. If we were going to recast National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah, okay. Now, the only one I'm not sure about is the Chevy Chase character. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Jason Siegel, because he's such a family man, you know? I don't know if he could do the crazy, crazy eyes as well, but maybe. Huh. Amy Poehler I, I, as the wife. Amy Poehler. That's good. Amy Poehler. Okay, I, I'm down with Amy Poehler as... as uh, and then the, the snotty neighbors could be uh, Paul Rudd and Anne Hathaway. Paul Rudd, yes. Anne about, Hathaway, I'm not sure about. You could do Ryan Reynolds. That's good, too. As one of the, the, as the neighbors. neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway, I don't know about that. How about... Um, you could just have the same person play it. I mean, she, she doesn't age Julia anyway. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> she could still pull it off. Oh, no, I'd have picked Nicole Kidman because she can be like frosty and... Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And evil. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I don't know, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> and then we need a we need an Eddie, a cousin Eddie. Oh man. Seth Rogan. <laughs> Nicely done. Okay. That's awesome. I don't know if new Seth Rogan could pull that off as well. Oh sure he could. Yeah. I mean you're look, right. Look at, you're look at right. Green Hornet. He could do it. Jack Black, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black would be good too. Yeah, that that'd work, you know. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah. I'd say that'd probably be the winner. Seth Rogen would be the intellectual's choice, but Jack Black. And- Seth Rogen <laughs> might well work for the Clark, for Clark Griswold, Griswold as well. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I could totally see it. It'd be different. Well, it would be the same kind. Kinda, he can pull off that, like, you really like him as crazy as he is or as like off the wall, you still have yeah, that he may kind be of crazy doing crazy things, him. but you like him and you yeah. feel like he's okay down under. <laughs> it would, it would be a different kind of humor, but he could inject his humor into that and it would still be just as funny. I think. Oh yeah. yeah Nobody I, is, is Chevy chase. You know, you could have, you could have Chevy chase, make a, make a cameo as his, his father-in-law. Oh yeah. He could totally do that now. You know, like the 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 evil mean father in law. <laughs> yeah, right. That would be awesome. He the could, guy who wears he wears that cap all the time. Uh-huh, and the one yeah. who just craps on him the whole time. Yes. You could have him play that role, and that would be. I don't know for that. I, I might do like Gene Hackman or something. Just just make him evil, like he might take over the world. Evil. Just... <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, not that evil. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you wouldn't watch evil. Wouldn't watch the movie if that was happening. <laughs> yeah it's not not that they'll kill him you know but rather i don't know how about songs i know that there are songs that you would love to see like modified or remade no oh hell yeah oh yeah i mean you're thinking seriously you're you, like, this you is probably, serious stuff. i mean yeah. i'm not you probably know this joke i'm not a fan of most of the traditional christmas songs I like a few, you know, but pretty much anything that is liable to come on the radio this time of year on the Christmas stations, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like like TSO, like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They do some really cool stuff and yeah. I really like them and I like seeing them and, and uh, we've been to see them twice now. Nice. I think it's like anything that Burl Ives sang, I just can't handle. Uh, oh. you know, oh. You're just like, whoa, all right. 
Yeah, when that came on 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 Rudolph, like the the three Burl Ives song, of course Squeak loved it, and I'm just yeah, yeah. I just look at that going, wow, this right. is a miniature you that is not yet cynical. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Squeak's all happy. She's like, I like this song. <laughs> okay, alrighty, but no, I, I, <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. I don't know. You could you could mix it up a little bit, like have Eminem do it or something like that, like the Holly Jolly <laughs> Christmas or something, or or uh, it ends up in a trunk going off a bridge. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, make it a little put some put some dark darkness in it. It'd be uh, it's what you need for that. Be cool to have uh, like Annie Lennox do a remake of uh, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" by Brenda Lee. Do all synth and everything. Anything Annie Lennox does, I'm down with. Yeah. <laughs> I love Annie Lennox. When you hear the Robin version. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like Cobra style, Rudolph Rain- <laughs> Rainier's Reindeer, you know? Gee, thanks, I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, the the dash punk version of White Christmas. Oh, oh, that. Oh, see, now I'd be all over that. You could do that. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think I could handle those songs if they had a daft punk backbeat. Yeah, you know, that's I uh, see. That's why I like TSO so much. You know, it's got like this heavy guitar and and synth riff yeah. uh, riffs on on stuff that you might want to hear. Uh, but there, there are like a couple of songs that are traditional that I like, but. Just a few. Like I like um I like Oh Holy Night. I like Carol the Bells. Um I like that Brenda Lee song okay. Um I like jazz Christmas songs. I think my favorite album though is probably Ella Fitzgerald's Christmas album, except for the Frosty song, which is hideous. Um <laughs> I did pick up that new Tracy Thorne, uh, Tinsel and Lights. She was a singer for uh, Everything But the Girl. That's pretty good. It's 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 almost melancholy, you know? Really? Yeah, it's laid huh. back all. Yeah, you can borrow it. I liked everything but the girl. I didn't know she did Christmas. It's brand new. It just came out really? like, was, three weeks ago. Wow, yeah. that's, well, see, and my favorite one is the one everybody hates, is which is the waitresses. <laughs> uh, you know you know the the one that, oh, damn, guess what I forgot. You I know? like that song. I love that one. I can't I can't da, go da, Christmas da, without da, hearing da, it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, I like oh, that man. one. It's freaking great. <laughs> Used to play that at the radio station endlessly. Ah, oh, I love that song. I mean, everything short of arf, 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 oh, arf, God. arf, 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 Yeah. I know last year I, I said it's that I didn't like that. Um, what is it? Was it the John Lennon one? Um, is that, wh- who's, who did So This Is Christmas? Oh, I, I know the song. I, I don't know who did that. There, well, there was another one that was John Lennon. And, sounds and there like was Paul that McCartney. One. Maybe it was Paul McCartney. Yeah, I'm sorry. but I, I don't remember, know if it is. It just sounds like but a Paul I McCartney. Said, I said last year on the on the podcast that I didn't like those songs, and, and people were just like mad. Like, I got a lot of angry tweets. Like, how could you, you know? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a bad you. experience. I had a bad experience. Yeah. I, I don't inherently hate the songs. They just, they have bad associations for It me. is John Lennon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't inherently hate the songs. It's just I just, just hate everything suck. about them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not what outside he hates. It's what's inside he can't stand. Well, uh, how to Roger Dragon quote there? You know, two things that I think need to happen. I think you were dead on, Sean, when you said we need a Christmas heist movie. Whether it's a yes. Miracle on 34th Street remake, which I think is brilliant, by the way, or an unrelated one, we need a Christmas heist movie. Also, we need a giant robot Christmas movie. Yes. I mean, that needs to happen. Somebody just do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, can remake we got, the Star Wars Christmas movie. <laughs> they had one of those. It's. it's I, I think it killed Star Wars Christmas forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even. Yeah, they, there's no such thing now. Like you I can't think even. Lucas is like, we shall not speak of this. Uh, but well, and they've got uh, Star Wars Angry Birds now, so yeah, we're coming closer. They have everything. They have around. Angry Birds condoms. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can, really. I don't know. How would you? But know I'm this? sure <laughs> you could. Wow, I got another show for that. <laughs> angry really? right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your Angry Bird. <laughs> Stuff the bird. Is that a swallow? <laughs> no, it's an ostrich. 
Yeah, there's no... <laughs> and then it's a swamp. <laughs> but holy crap, they have, I mean, Angry Birds, everything. That That is the most licensed, like, franchise in history, I think. I thought Star Wars was. I don't know. I think Angry Birds might have given them a run for it in the short time. See, I mean... How can I say it? Like, Star Wars has breadth, but Angry Birds has depth. Star Wars has girth. <laughs> that Snow Trooper was big boned. Okay. <laughs> that Snow Trooper was big boned. But seriously. You I can't help it. That's his uniform. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, they're... Seriously, think of something they haven't branded Angry Birds. But no, okay, heist movie, yes. But, but giant robot movie, this should be like... I mean, come on, Transformers 4, forget it. Make a Transformers Christmas movie. Well, I'd watch it. I Optimus mean, it- Prime saves Christmas. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Optimus Prime decides to sacrifice Christmas for the betterment of all. <laughs> you know what would be awesome? More like Bumblebee Optimus. saves Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be awesome? Like, right now, a lot of movies that are popular are those historical remakes, like Lincoln and all those, like going back. Um, it'd be cool to do like a more realistic kind of historical based movie where um like the actual saint nicholas shows up and finds out that coca-cola that coca-cola has appropriated the image and and (laughs) created a modern santa claus and that has turned christmas into this big commercial orgy and then saint nick like turns evil you know like kind of black adder slash doctor who like evil Futurama, Santa, you know, he, he like turns evil because he's so angry that Coca-Cola has commercialized the holiday and, you know, goes on a rampage, a bunch of polar bears, goes on a rampage and every, and everybody, and everybody has to, uh, you know, like join together on the whole planet to, uh, you know, appease St. Nick and convince them that they haven't all turned into these horrible commercial Whatever. Have know. you guys seen the... the <laughs> That's whatever you're talking about for you. No, 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 no. It's, it's kind of reminds me of this. Have you guys seen the, the, the feel-good zombie movie? No. It's I cannot remember the name of it. I saw the, the trailer for it here recently. It's It starts off and it's like, this is me. And I'm a zombie. Quite honestly, there's not really a whole lot of the way of conversation. You know, he meets his best friend. They're sitting there waiting for coffee or, or waiting for at their their favorite coffee place. Is his place, best friend guys, fat? No. Okay. And uh, the guy's like, uh, sometimes we almost have conversation. Uh. And then you know they're they're chasing humans and everything, and he sees this girl, and his heart goes, doo, 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 and he starts infecting the other zombies with like love. Of of like the holiday spirit and and you know the the love of living and everything and they wind up that's awesome yeah they wind up curing all the zombies because he's in love with this chick okay that's pretty that's pretty cool uh, I that might draw me in and I, I'm, I was I'm just totally like, not is that new z- yeah I just saw the trailer for it yesterday when I was seeing Breaking Dawn again <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look, I like this series, okay? Hey, you do not have to apologize for liking anything, ever. She hadn't seen it yet. She wanted to go see it, so we went to go see it. I'm like, yeah, I'll see it again. It's awesome. And because uh, I saw it with my sister-in-law first, she's like, no one will go see. Bring it down with me. I'm like, I will go. Yeah. That is not a problem. Is it Warm Bodies? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. As a matter of fact, I don't know how you found that. but I, I Googled zombie this movie love. And called it, Google. <laughs> well, there was a, a Google suggestion, new zombie love movie. She did oh, not turn on images, which is good. It's freaking great. Uh, but I just saw that and I was just laughing. Shannon, who hates zombie movies and will not go see any of them, went, oh, yeah, we might have to see that because you know, it's. It's freaking great. It just kind of reminded me of Audra's Reverse type thing there. No, that's that's way cooler. I don't. It, it looks like it's been kind of in the making for a really long time because there are articles from a year ago talking about it. But then there's sort of a, it's finally coming to fruition. Type it looks great. Nice, warm bodies. I think I had heard of that. Oh, it's uh, I. I'm not normally into the zombie thing. I mean, it's like Shaun of the Dead and zombie strippers and that's about as far as i go you know but uh, it's it, well. more, <laughs> more interesting than mummy strippers right? yeah. well yeah you know, it takes a long time just for a that lot dance. of turning just around a lot and around, of spinning, and around. <laughs> a lot of spinning a lot of pole work you know <laughs> just wrapping the bandages on the pole you know but uh yeah that's about as far as i go but this looked great 
you know, it's a it's a rom com zombie movie with a zombie as the rom com zom rom com zom. It's awesome. I got nothing Chuck's else. Like, I, I'm yeah, not yeah, amused. <laughs> I give it this much greeting. <laughs> May the Yuletide log slip from your fire and burn, burn your, your house down. This <laughs> is so great. Thank you very much, Mr. Slackbladder. <laughs> oh man, you know it's we've entered this season though. We've started watching our our favorite, like you know, oh pigs we say, piggy wiggy wiggy wiggy. Yeah, watching our favorite like like uh, yeah. episodes. You remember last year we actually had an episode all uh, a podcast all about TV, you know, Christmas TV. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. This time we're just sort of like watching the stuff we're into, and and I'm I'm trying to think of some of the ones that we watched so far. My favorite episode of Big Bang Theory ever. Oh, is that one from season one? Right, the, season. Uh, I think it's season two. It might be. Maybe yeah. Yeah, I think it's season it's two. It's the first episode I ever saw though. Because you, it's the bath you item it to me. gift hypothesis. Oh. Yeah, I have Leonard Nimoy's DNA. You know, <laughs> look, Sheldon is hugging me. It's a Saturnalia miracle. I know. Yeah. I mean, and that's the same episode with Michael Trucco. Yeah, you know when he like is picks it? up. Yeah, when he's the MacArthur Genius Grant. Oh, is that the same episode? Dave, yeah, uh, I know. It's like David Underwood. Yeah, it's chock full. I know. I was like, that's that episode too. It is fun to see after watching. My, I was telling Audrey this. After I couldn't wa- do any worse than Leonard. After, wa- <laughs> after watching Truco play essentially the only character that you could still like at the end of Battlestar Yeah, he was like the only decent guy yeah, left. at all. At all. Yeah. You know, of all of them, everybody turns out to be a dick. Except, except him. him. It was fun to see him play a dick. Oh, yeah. You know? And I realized that on, on and of course he was on uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother as well, which yeah. was kind of funny watching him play like... Uh, the dumb boyfriend. Oh yeah, Robin dates him. Right? Yeah, but I mean that was sort of funny. But this, this was great seeing him play. <laughs> I guess IMDb says like, too. He has a shirt off. She's like, "Would you do sit ups while you talk about that?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> <laughs> Man, but yeah, I mean that episode. I think it like encapsulates. Not only is it a great Christmas episode, okay, but it, it also encapsulates everything that is awesome about Big Bang Theory, like in one episode. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes that do that. Too, but uh, yeah, there's that. That one is particularly excellent. That, I think that might be my favorite. Really? Yeah. Uh, Not that the others aren't good or anything, but yeah, well, there's a lot of episodes with Big Bang Theory that are awesome. But I don't know this season though. Amy being sick is the one that got me. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. That was just funny. You may feel a little tingle. Oh, I certainly hope so. You know, I I don't know. That one was just that was just great. But well, I'm I'm with Chuck though. I think that episode the. Uh, what is it again? The, ba- the bath item gift the ba- hypothesis. Yeah, yeah. I think that that one is my favorite. Just, it's so well written. Everything in it is just, just hit, hit, hit every single scene. I don't know if you guys put this together. I certainly didn't until I saw the credits, but uh, Ramona, you know, the Nowitzki, uh, the uh, uh, Nowitzki hypo- or Nowitzki something, the one where the, the grad student is hanging out mm-hmm. with him and oh, takes over his life. Oh, the red haired girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was in. Uh, God, what's the tabletop? Yeah, I did not know that. Oh, I, that's cool. She just she did an episode of table. Looks completely different than Ramona in this one, but witty, very witty. I didn't expect. Yeah, it to I be. need to catch up. We've been we got behind on a bunch of stuff, so really? I need to catch up on tabletop. Yeah, she's she's in that incredibly funny. But uh, I, I was I'm surprised at how many people have actually made a Big Bang Theory appearance. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple of good Scrubs episodes, Christmas episodes that are fun to check out. Um, there's like a bunch of stuff. We 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 always say we're going to make a list and watch them all, and we never do because you get to, you know, everything wraps up like working and for for our school and everything else like comes together for Audra both at the same place. You know, right? They all come together you and just sort of collapse, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Sleep? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sleep late. I know. I though I will say for Thanksgiving, I did happen to catch, and they always play it. Uh, the WKRP Thanksgiving. I swear to God, nice. I thought turkeys could fly. That's awesome. I I remember I told I mentioned that to you, and you're like the only person I ever mentioned it to that got it. Oh, you and Juan, that. Juan got it. <sighs> what they're they're dropping something out of the plane now. But they're oh my god, they're turkeys. <laughs> you just hear the. <laughs> Boom, the car windows shattered. Oh, this is horrible. 
Oh my god! <laughs> it hurts. I or uh, less. He I comes in at the end, and he's like, "I swear, swear to God, to I thought god. turkeys could fly. I thought turkeys could fly." Oh, <laughs> it's so great! And off screen, they just have people like throwing bunches of feathers. <laughs> in the, in the oh my shop. god! They never show it. They never you know, show obviously. it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> Die Hard, of course, as a Christmas movie is like is like a must watch. I have a a I, I don't know what it is. Around December first, I get this itch to play like war fantasy games. Like I went through and just redid Dragon Age two. It was like I was pre programmed for some reason. Around Christmas, I have to play Dragon games. I have no idea what it is. So you remember it was Fable, right? That had the chicken suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fable too. Sure is. Yeah. They should have a Santa suit. <laughs> oh yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be so cool. That would, so be, cool. that would be cool. They do uh, Santa runs. I don't know if you know that. Like a number of places do like. Who uh, needs too many cookies? <laughs> they, they do like 5K and 10K runs where you like. Everyone uh, dresses up as Santa. Everybody dresses as Santa. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. It is awesome, isn't it? I saw it yesterday. It was, uh, we were coming back from Breaking Dawn and uh, we we saw the, the Harley Santa riders. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, nice. they were all dressed up as Santa and they all had the toys and stuff and they were going to the. Uh, the big Marine, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, what Toys for called. Tots. Yeah, Toys for Tots. Absolutely. The ones run by the Marines, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they were going to drop off the stuff there. So that was really cool. Uh, and uh, we saw them. And of course, you, I mean, you hear them coming from a mile and a half. Oh, yeah. You know, it was really cool. Uh, so we went and, and stopped by. We got some stuff and brought it to the Toys for Tots and explained to Squeak what the what the deal was. Nice. That, that is thing. cool. So yeah. it was really kind of cool. You know, you know, speaking of that, Chuck, you mentioned the, the Santa run events. Um, we we were looking at like different volunteer type things you could do around the holidays because it's kind of cool to get out and do stuff, and it, it sort of diverts the attention away from just buying objects. You know that can get kind of yeah sure like just the crowds and the money that you're spending and you know it's just kind of like uh, you know I don't look forward to that as much. But doing something really cool for somebody is also a cool way to, um, you know celebrate the holiday, whatever holiday it is. So I was looking up, uh, Sean, you mentioned that Big Brothers and Big Sisters does a, a gaming thing. They do. Uh, they have a, a thing, at least it's in the, the DFW area, where Big Brothers and Big Sisters do uh, gaming, both uh, Dungeons and Dragons and regular board games and stuff, which my family has traditions on doing board games during Christmas. Normally the uh, full contact version of Monopoly, but uh, <laughs> they have less violent uh, board gaming uh, traditions and stuff. So they get them together in like a big room or a big like gymnasium and stuff and have the, the big brothers and sisters and other volunteers game with the kids and they have eggnog and stuff like that. A friend of ours does it uh, every year and it's super cool. You can get involved with it and, and uh, uh, really is a good time. We did it last year. Uh, I think we're going to do it oh, again this year. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. You have and to... uh, it's it's pretty cool. And there are uh, lots of charity run events like uh, like the Santa runs. There are like, you know, a lot of them are just uh, one mile fun run slash walk where you just, you know, you go out and you do whatever feels comfortable. Uh, but a lot of those go to charity. Important note, if you ever want to do the 5K things, the fun ones, they're fun runs anyway. You can walk in a 5K. Nobody cares. It's yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing, there's a cool thing in, uh, this is in the New York City area called Visions. And uh, they they basically have a knitting group that regularly gets together um, uh, adults who are either blind or vision impaired. And they ask for, because uh, I was just thinking geeks, right? Geeks, lo- like, sometimes are into crafting. And um, they ask for volunteers to come in and help them, like, sort out the needles and pick colors and stuff to just help them do that kind of thing. And um, anyway, I would just suggest that, you know, like, uh, if you're looking for something different to do. You know, maybe maybe check out uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, Literacy, Volunteer. Um, we're going to check out Habitat for Humanity, something like that. Woo. It'd be awesome. Awesome. We need to wrap up. Audrey, you got anything to add here at the end? No, that was it. Okay, Sean? Uh, try not to uh, strangle or maim any of your relatives during the holiday season. And uh, have a good time. That's, uh, that's really what it's for. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for uh, being patient with us through our break last week with yeah, the marathon. Yeah, thanks for all the support for the, the GWC Relay. Lots of kind words on Twitter. It was a lot of fun. And we'll see you next week. On behalf of everyone here at GWC, thanks for listening. 
And thanks to all who make GWC possible, including producer Soleil, forum moderators Badger Spoon, Pike, and Frackentalos, GWC Book Club Maven, Casilda, and tech guru Juan Drew. Remember, if you'd like to share your opinions with the GWC crew and listeners, you can call us anytime at 214-296-9229, extension 701. You can also contact us via galacticwatercooler.com, our website and blog. But you should really spend some time over on the GWC forum. GWCers really are the friendliest people on sci-fi. We're always re-watching or group reading something fun. You might even find a GWC meetup somewhere near you. GWC is funded by advertising and by listeners like you. For information on how you can donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash support. Finally, special thanks to Ferris and his friends Encoder and Jim Minadeo for GWC's sweet theme music. For more Encoder, visit them at myspace.com slash Encoder.